Hello everyone, GoTo Guy Timberlake here. Welcome to another edition of the GovCon Geek Squadcast. Again, I'm excited to be here. I have a lot of fun doing these and very much appreciate all the fantastic feedback and questions that we're getting in response to this program. Hey, today we're going to talk about buyers, specifically expanding buyer visibility. What does that mean? I don't think a lot of us, because I was one too, I was on the sell side for a number of years. I don't think we have a clear view of all of the buyers that are relevant to us. So let me start with this. Like the sirens of Greek mythology, who would lure ships to their rocky doom with their siren song, government contractors tend to hover to the first contracting offices they engage with, especially when business is being realized. This nearsightedness often prevents them from seeing the other business opportunities located around the corner at other contracting activities, very often literally around the corner, from the very ones they're already doing business with. Now, during fiscal year 2021, that's the most recently completed fiscal year, 3,155 contracting offices executed 70 million plus contract actions that resulted in government-wide obligations of $631 billion as reported by the Federal Procurement Data System Next Generation. Now, contract action, just to clear that up, is any action that a contracting official takes to either establish or change an agreement, a contract, a contract vehicle, or order against a contract vehicle. Could, could be a modification, could be in the, the initial award. You get the picture. Now, those 3,155 contracting offices can be found within 169 contracting agencies, which in turn are located in 71 contracting departments. Now, if you play the averages, this averages out to more than 44 contracting offices per contracting department. Mind you, that's just an average, since we know certain departments like DOD, Health and Human Services, and Veterans Affairs have many more contracting offices than do departments like the Small Business Administration, Department of Energy, and Department of Education. When we come back, we're going to talk about understanding these terms. What would you think if someone said to you, come out swinging? Probably not a great thing, right? Well, actually, it is. Because if they're saying it to you at the Swing Time Social, it just means it's your turn. The Swing Time Social is a brand new event for the government contracting community, hosted by the GovCon Club and presented by our friends at Parabolas. For more information, visit swingtimesocial.com. Hey, welcome back, everyone. 
So uh, let's jump back into this. So we're talking today about expanding buyer visibility. I have established a baseline about my beliefs that I think we miss a lot of the opportunities related to understanding that there is more than one buyer, even in the same agency or department. So let's take a step back and unravel this just a bit. So if you have listened to any of the other Squadcast episodes or read our blog on the GovCon Geek Squad newsletter on LinkedIn, you might know that context is one of my favorite teaching terms. So here's some context. When you are executing market research on federal contract spending, there's a lot of things that you need to understand to make it really useful and productive, but here are three. Three terms at a minimum that you need to understand. Those terms are contracting department, contracting agency, contracting office. Now let's dig into them just a little bit. When you're doing searches in systems like FPDSNG, which is the authoritative source for entering and viewing transactions for government agencies. A contracting department represents the top-level organization authorized to execute procurement actions. Commonly, these are entities that we think of like Department of Defense, Department of Health, uh, or Department of Health Human Services, and Department of Homeland Security. This can also include organizations like the VA, the SBA, um, let's see, SEC, others that don't necessarily have the same visual departmental breakdown as some of the other agencies do. However, comma, they still exist. Here's my next one, contracting agency. So contracting agency is typically at the bureau or the operating division, OPDIV, within a contracting department. Examples of this would be the U.S. Army within the Department of Defense, the Food and Drug Administration within Health and Human Services, and Coast Guard within Department of Homeland Security. In the case of organizations like VA, and SBA, their top-level representation conveys down to the agency level. So the contracting department would be SBA, and the contracting agency would also be SBA. Here's the last one. Contracting office. This is the fun one, because this is the physical location where the buyer is located. Again, if you've listened to any of the other Squadcast, you'll know we talk about the buyer and break them down into who that really is. Now, these offices are located within each of the contracting agencies. So within HHS, there may be contracting offices working at the office of the Assistant Secretary for Administration, for example, or Emergency Preparedness, and that's at the headquarters level. But when you get down into the opdivs, as they call them in HHS, CDC, CMS, 
FDA and so forth, you know, NIH being one of them also, they will have their own contracting offices assigned to them. And so an example is if you look at the Army, the Army will have an entity that if you look it up is recognized as W6QKACC-APG. Now, that's a designation you'll find right now. If you go look in Contract Opportunities or FPDS, you will see Opportunities Upcoming and Historical based on that organization. And searching on that designation, as I explained it, W6QK space ACC hyphen APG in either of those systems will actually result in you seeing up to eight different locations in just about that many states. All right, we're going to take a pause for a second, and we'll be right back. Ever since the first boot camp in 2010, ethical stalking for government contractors has focused on making federal sector business development more achievable and more productive. It stands as the best and most comprehensive program for the novice and experienced government contracting executives and professionals. Get more information today by visiting bootcamp.govcon.club. Okay, here we go for the big finish, everyone. Go-to guy Timberlake here, GovCon Geek Squadcast. Today, we're talking about expanding buyer visibility. I just gave you some information about three terms that if you are searching in any of the government-hosted repositories or even the fee-based ones, you, well, if you don't see these in the fee-based ones, uh, that's a whole different conversation, but you should see this level of detail in there. And so if you understand what each of those represents, you know, the contracting office being where the actual buyer sits, then you're in a much better place. Because without this context, how would you know to look for customer organizations who are the ones that submit requisitions for needs to be fulfilled via a procurement? Did I mention that the funding offices, that's the customer, they outnumber contracting offices five to one? Yes, there were literally in the FPDS NG system, if you look closely, and know how to pull the information out, you will identify over 15,000 funding offices, which are the locations where the requisitions, the money, and other things are coming from. So if you're doing business with a specific contracting office, or you see your competition doing business with a specific contracting office, a very safe assumption is that there are other offices in the same agency or department who are making similar buys for the same or different customers. This also means there are other offices outside of that agency or department in question buying the same goods and services. So literally, if you were to take three minutes to do a query in Easy Search, that's in the FPDSNG system, you would quickly find these other contracting offices with whom you could do more business with, along with who they buy from, who they buy for, 
how they buy, and more. So I'll finish this with a short story. A few years ago, I was having a conversation with one of our members on this very topic. Now, his company was doing well, better than $10 million annually, with a good chunk of that work coming from two contracting departments, three contracting agencies within those departments, and roughly six contracting offices tied to those contracting agencies. Now, I challenge this business leader to tell me what percentage of the overall related requirements that his company was being awarded, essentially, what percentage of the overall business the government was doing did he think his company was realizing? His response was 30 to 40%. Now, if I'd been talking exclusively about the one office he supported at that particular organization, he would have been spot on. But I wasn't. I then showed him about the one office he supported. And we basically looked at who they were in that agency, how much they spent on what he bought in comparison to the overall agency, and then very specifically, who were the other offices at that agency in the same geographic footprint, that being zip code, as the contracting office he was already doing business with. We also helped him see who all the customers were that were being serviced by his contracting office and all the others. The result of that was helping his team to use this information to find more business with his current customer and with the other contracting offices. So the training that we gave them, this is under our ethical stalking for government contractors program, helped them see several new customers being serviced by his current office and the big reveal was also finding out that there were six other contracting offices in total buying exactly what he was selling for the same agency in the same zip code. The shocker came when he discovered that his contract contracting office ranked fifth in overall spending. There is a happy ending or a happy continuance of this story, however. During our most recent conversation, he told me they're now doing 20 million and still growing. Guys, have a great one. Peace.